Have you ever watched a movie so many times? And then when you watch that movie another time, like for the hundredth time, not even exaggerating, you start noticing every 30 seconds or so that there's something wrong with the movie. And you, I like, I was watching Back to the Future on Saturday night. And I keep noticing every 30 seconds, like, oh my god, look in the background, that person was just sitting there or something. Like, just something minor like that. You keep noticing things like that throughout the entire movie. Just because you're so, you've seen it so many times that you start noticing things like that. I don't know, but when I was watching that Back to the Future the other night, I felt like I was doing that a lot more than if I was watching a movie I've never watched before. Like Thursday night when I watched American Sniper, which was honestly a really good movie. Bradley Cooper. It's about Chris Kyle. It's a true story. Um, kind of a military movie, but, you know, it's really good. I'm not usually one for war movies. I really like that one. Um, so yeah, I really recommend watching that if I were you. Um, so for the first time in four days short of a month, the last time I did an episode of this was on May 18th. And so I was just kind of talking like, okay, the NHL playoffs are underway. And then it's like the next time you're on here, like, okay, so here we are two rounds later. We got four teams left instead of 16, like just the last episode. So I really slowed down on making these, and if you love me, I'm sorry for that. If you don't, okay, well, good for you, I guess. Um, This is the Dylan Farley Podcast, Episode 9. You were listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, Google Podcasts. If you're that boring, and if you're really boring, Breaker, Radio Public, tune in those boring things. I don't know. Thanks for listening, though, regardless. Um... But if you're listening somewhere and it's an inconvenience to you, hey, get some of those other ones. I mean, you can listen for free on any of those. So, you know, why not just listen? 45 minutes out of your day, what's that? Out in 24 hours. That's a lot of minutes, and I don't want to do that math right now. You might be used to, after our deep thought of the day, we'll do our final Jeopardy today. I'm just going to get rid of that, and instead I'm just going to simply ask you a trivia question, because, you know, like, listen to Knox, Rebecca talk, it turns a 30-second question into a two-minute whole thing of listening to other people's answers. Um, I'll still give you 30 seconds to think when I ask you the question, and I have the Jeopardy music and everything. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's just easier than doing an actual Jeopardy because my questions are more fun, and I have to go looking for something because usually when I have to go looking for a clip on Jeopardy to play for you, like, I'll find about five clips about ancient art or Greek gods or something boring that nobody knows about like that. So we're going to get into this here. Here's our deep thought of the day. And now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Dad always thought laughter was the best medicine, which I guess was why several of us died of tuberculosis. That was our deep thought of the day, and so, like I just said, instead of our final Jeopardy, make sure you are ready for our first just normal trivia question, with of course the final Jeopardy music in the background. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what I should play actually. 
Um. Yeah, I can use that. All right. So this will work perfectly. All right. I am going to ask the trivia question. You're of course going to listen. It's going to be multiple choice. So I will be giving you four options, A, B, C, or D. You just think of it yourself, kind of. If you're playing with somebody, I mean, like, if you're just playing on your own, come on, like, don't just, like, cheat to yourself and just be like, I'm going to go with B. The answer is C. Oh, yeah, I totally guess C. But, you know, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just for the hell of it. It's for fun. Before we get into the real stuff, which, of course, today, before we get into this, we're going to be talking about um, Taylor Hall rumors. Will he stay in Boston? Where will he go? We'll talk about the Stanley Cup semifinals and what's going on there. I might have to end up talking about the NBA playoffs just because a lot of other people are interested. Um, dive into politics a bit with G with the G7 and NATO summits. Um, Biden about to meet with Vladimir Putin and what Putin had to say about that. Of course, he's the president of Russia. And there was just some breaking news about the CFL, the Canadian Football League, for those of you who are just too good for crap. You know, a lot of things happening today, and a very interesting outro song today. Maybe, just maybe, it's not the same Sinatra song you usually hear, but we'll have to wait till that happens at the end of the episode. Make sure you stay listening. So here's our trivia question to start us off here. Um, Alright, the question. Which of these first names did not belong to a character on Seinfeld? Don't look the answer up to this. A. George. B. Jerry. C. Cosmo. Or D. Elena. 30 seconds. Don't look it up. Good luck. Alright, that was your 30 seconds. The answer, which was on a first name on Seinfeld, it's kind of a trick question, because the answer is D, Alana. Because what it did to confuse you there was George and Jerry, obviously characters, and then instead of Elaine, I put Elena, and so you were like, oh, I think I've heard of that. And you thought that the answer was Cosmo, because Kramer's actual first name is Cosmo, and his last name's Kramer. I tricked you on that one, so ha ha ha. I don't actually think you care. But yeah, we have we really have gone a long time without doing episodes on this. Like, the last time I did an episode, like, I have clipped my nails like five times since my last episode. My room was a different color on the walls the last time I did an episode. I was still watching Family Ties instead of 90210. Last time I made an episode. By the way, those are both great shows. Make sure you watch them. I'm on season 2, episode 16 of 90210 right now. Um, for those of you who watched Riverdale on Netflix and were devastated when Luke Perry died, because I know he was on that show or something, I didn't watch it, but he's really good on 90210. He plays Dylan McKay on there, and I think I'm named after him on that show, and I'm not even kidding, because of course, my name is Dylan. 
and I actually am named after him. Sorry, my parents have told me that. I don't know why I said I think. Um, yeah, watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero. It's on Paramount Plus. So is Family Ties. Um, other shows I watch: Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family. It was bad. Don't watch it. Um, Who's the Boss? It's on the CTV app. Friends and How I Met Your Mother is on Netflix, and Friends was on Netflix, but now it is on Crave. And I've also watched The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is also on Crave. And both of those shows, Friends and Fresh Prince, both of their reunion episodes are on Crave. And of course, The Fresh Prince was okay, although the first half was about um, James Avery. He played the he played Uncle Phil to Will Smith in that show. Um, the actor for him, James Avery, he passed away. I'm for, like, we're sorry for his loss, but they dedicated a l way too much time to that. And the second half of the episode was dedicated to the actress who played Vivian for the first half of the show. And then they switched after season three to a n different actress because the first one left the show because she was going through some complications. And apparently the actors were rude to her and stuff, so... Yeah, it was just all about that. Friends, you know, it was, they were talking, like, James Corden was on there. They had a bunch of, like, guest stars and everything, like Michael Buble. I don't know why they're all on there, but Paul Rudd and Cole Sprouse aren't on there when they were in the show for a long period of time. But, you know, it was a good reunion episode. They're both about an hour and 40 minutes. Watch those. We're going to get into what I told you we'd talk about. Taylor Hall and David Krejci, by the way. So both of them it seems like we'll stay with the Bruins. Hall and Krejci, both UFAs this year. Neither one of them have re-signed yet. That is as of today. It's Monday, June 14th, right around 3 p.m. right now. Um, but yeah, both of them, um, they both apparently said that they're not looking to get as much money if it means staying in Boston, which is obviously a good sign. They both like it there, although there have been some rumors that Hall will be leaving Boston and here are five potential destinations if he does leave Boston. Edmonton, which of course he started his career there, and they could really use somebody who's not McDavid, Drysdale, or Nugent Hopkins, and Nugent Hopkins didn't even do that much this year. Tyson Berry did. He will likely be a UFA. We talked about that in what seems like a long time ago, so that means it was probably just last episode. Um, but yeah, Edmonton is the first team. The second team, Colorado, but could they afford him is the question for a lot of people. The answer is yes. Um, third team, potentially, Montreal, maybe. Because what is one thing Montreal is missing? Like, a really, like, good player. When you look at Montreal's team, they got a lot of good players, but they don't have, like, a guy that stands out. That's, like, leading the league in points or something. Obviously, this year, Toffoli was right up there on goals, but... You can't rely on Toffoli for that every year, I don't think. I mean, it's, it's Tyler Toffoli. He's been an average top six winger his entire career with Los Angeles and Vancouver. He's not going to suddenly step it up and be consistent like he was this year every year. And he wasn't that consistent this year. really shut down towards the end of the year. So you can't exactly rely on that. But if I said to you right now, who is Montreal's best player? It's kind of a tough question to answer. You could say Shea Weber... Because on paper, he is their best player. That's over a career of almost, like, over 15 years already. You could say Carey Price, but he's a goalie. We're not really counting that, even though, of course, he is really good in the playoffs, like he always is. And he's been showing it this year. And that is how Montreal has gotten where they're gotten. We're going to get to that in one moment. 
But you, Montreal doesn't really have, like, that guy who stands above all others on that team. But they do have lots of depth, and that's what makes them good, along with Carey Price. He makes up about 45% of the reason they're still in the playoffs. So adding Taylor Hall to a team like that, that could really help your case. Like, it really could. To have a guy that you can say is, like, your best player, it really helps, no matter how much depth you have. Um, another potential destination, um, for Taylor Hall, if he were to leave Boston, that is, keep that in mind, he probably will stay in Boston, is the Winnipeg Jets, which, to me, that's a bit of a weird one, because I don't think they're a team that's really gunning to be a contender yet, maybe two or three more years, but, I don't know, they could sign, uh, Taylor Hall, I wouldn't see that being impossible, He'd be nice to slip in with Shifley, Dubois, Wheeler, Ellers, Connor, Lowry, Cobb, all those guys. They have a good team. They need to add a le uh, left-handed defenseman, uh, right-handed defenseman, though. Because Tucker Pullman was their top guy all year. I wouldn't trust that. I really wouldn't. Um, Fourth team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it seems like we're sticking with the Canadian theme here. Because they could obviously really use somebody. Hyman might be leaving. Um, there are rumors now of them maybe even trading Morgan Riley. That team is just a disaster because they got beat out in the playoffs again. And not only did they, get, they, did they get beat out of the playoffs, but they got beat out by the worst team they have played in the playoffs since 1996. That's the St. Louis Blues that year. Um, or 1997, sorry. That's the year they had Wayne Gretzky. Oh no, it was 96. Sorry, yeah, I just checked. And finally, the fifth, but I guess they're, they weren't all Canadian, because they were all Canadian, yeah. Fifth potential list, oh no, that was the fifth. Oh, okay, I forgot about Colorado. Alright, I'm bad at this, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's for Taylor Hall, although he did say on record just last week, I want to play here in Boston, not just for one or two more years. So he's going to stay there long term, and that's almost a guarantee. Now we'll really get into the playoffs. Yesterday, the New York Islanders defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1 in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Semifinal. And that is between the Islanders and Lightning. Winner of that will play the winner of Montreal and Vegas in the Stanley Cup Final. Vegas pulling off a four-consecutive win victory after going down 2-0 against Colorado, which a lot of people really thought the, the Avs were going to win that series. But Vegas came in on top. The first two games of the Montreal and Vegas series are in Las Vegas. And Montreal's Jeff Petrie, Jake Evans, and um, John Merrill, they will all be traveling with the team, which is, of course, a good sign for them, especially Jake Evans. I'm sure you saw that hit in game one of the Winnipeg series where Shifley smoked him. I think it was a cleanish hit. I don't, I thought, I probably would have suspended him for one game. One, maybe. Or just fined him a few thousand. It deserved reaction from the league, but it did not deserve four games. And he even said that. I was stunned when he didn't appeal it when Nazem Kadri did. I thought he'd appeal it again, probably, even though he would have just been back the next game. But still, both of those suspensions are outrageous. Kadri's wasn't actually. He's a repeat offender. He's done it before. I honestly don't blame them for that. Um, but yeah, Petrie, he's a game time decision tonight. Merrill, not expected to play tonight, could play game two, and almost pretty much guaranteed 
to play when they're back home in Montreal. Jeff Petrie is Montreal's one of his one of their top two defensemen, him and Weber. And their top four, him, Weber, Sherratt, and Edmondson, they're all they've all been good this year. And before Petrie, Sherrod, Edmondson, before they were all in Montreal, none of them were really good. They were okay. They weren't that great though. And they've all done well in Montreal. Weber is the only guy that plays for Montreal that was good before he went to Montreal. Of course, he was a great defenseman in Nashville. He was an all-star. He's won a Norris. I think. Yeah, he has. Um, uh, like, they've had... You look at their blue line, you don't think it's the strongest thing ever. But it is really good. Let's talk about school now. We only have eight more days of that. And for our class, we really only have four more real days because next week I don't think there's going to be much school. The only day that we're not, we don't have to go into the school for something because there's a day to go grab the stuff that we still have at school. There's a day to go in for our little graduation, which is pathetic. And there's a day dedicated to getting report cards and whatnot. And then there's just the last day of school, and after we got report cards, nobody cares. So, you know, our last day of school is really this coming Friday. But you gotta pretend that we are gonna have school next week, because we are supposed to, you know? Um, we also had to go in last week, it was unnecessary, and we're probably gonna go into the school four more times this year for something. We had to go in last week to bring in our math textbooks, whatever. There have been a lot of news in politics lately. The U.S. government. Dr. Tony Fauci. A lot of people have been bowing down to him during the COVID-19 pandemic. Going by what he says. Democrats saying, trust the science behind COVID-19. Forcing you to wear masks. Well, Canada's done that too, but it's the liberals that force that. And don't say Doug Ford isn't a liberal. Because even if he's in the conservative party. Progressive conservative. That's where it says liberal right there is when you hear the term progressive. Um, but they have been forcing you to wear masks this whole pandemic. Almost the whole pandemic. They encourage it so much. And when you say no, they say you're going against the science. You're going against what scientists have said, what the doctors have said. Really, Dr. Fauci had emails released. Well... He didn't have them released. His emails to other people got leaked to the media and to the public <clears throat> saying that masks were ineffective because the COVID-19 germs are too, are small enough that, they just, that about 90% of them just go right through the fibers of the mask. So don't pretend that 10% coverage from a mask is effective because you're lying to yourself. Dr. Fauci lied to you, Democrats lied to you, and you don't care because CNN and MSNBC, they don't tell you that because they're too busy praising everything good that Biden's done, which is why you hear a lot of repetitiveness on those channels and you only hear about three things. You don't hear about the Keystone Pipeline, the unemployment down there. You don't hear about any of that, you know, because they don't want you to think he's bad. Meanwhile, it was the opposite with President Trump. I don't think they ever said anything good about him. It was all, Trump did this today, and it was everything bad he did, which, again, wasn't that much. Hmm. If the media did cover Donald Trump the way they covered every other president, or the way, especially the way they covered Joe Biden, if they covered him and they told people, even if it was biased news, 
if they at least just told people the things that Donald Trump did when he was president, he would have guaranteed won a second term as president. He would be he would have been a really good president. He would have had a bigger electoral victory in his second election than against Hillary, which was the 46th largest electoral victory of all time. He would have done really well in 2020 if the media covered him properly. And they essentially if influenced the entire history of the United States. Like to completely affect an election or impact an election. <clears throat> Sorry, I am, am a bit sick. I think I have seasonal allergies now. I've never had them before, but it is has been weird the last couple of days. For them, if they just covered Donald, Donald Trump properly, his presidency, said the good things and the bad things, even if they were biased towards the bad things, making a bigger deal of them, at least have a little mention of the good things he did. A lot of people would like Donald Trump. The things he did as president were outstanding. I mean, you can go look that up, all the things he did. Record low black unemployment, record low Asian unemployment, record low unemployment for every minority. The economy was higher than it had ever been. For a Canadian, it was an absolute pain in the butt to go down to the U.S. because you had to exchange money when it was about $1.40 Canadian on the American dollar. Almost $1.40. Which is outrageous, right? It's never been that high. And that was thanks to Donald Trump. Just 20 years ago, or just 12 years ago even, during the 0809 recession, the American dollar was less at some points than the Canadian dollar. And now it's up at 140 Canadian on the dollar. <coughs> I am not feeling very well. I know a couple people who just had their second COVID-19 doses this weekend. My grandpa and my mother, and my grandpa was completely fine. My mother, she's sick at work today. She wasn't feeling that great yesterday, later on, after she got her shot. It is pretty messy. But yeah, anyway, point is, you don't need to listen to Fauci. You don't need a mask. They've been proven ineffective. And also, Fauci admitted that there was a chance that COVID was man-made in a Chinese lab, which we have found out there is overwhelming evidence that it was and who's been saying that for a year oh yeah donald trump so there you go and also if you want to make fun of trump for saying covid's just going to disappear at some point it's a very reasonable theory because most people listening are probably around my age but for people that were around in 2003 or at least heard of 2003 when there was this thing called sars yeah sars just went away by itself Just like Trump kind of predicted COVID would. And COVID will go away at some point. Once enough people are vaccinated though. It's not just going to go away the way SARS did. But it is a lot more transmittable than SARS. And that's why. Experts are predicting a fourth wave of COVID now. Because of the Delta variant. That's a joke. It's not happening. We're not going to lockdown here in Ontario. It's a joke that we are in lockdown right now. We're we're producing the lowest number of COVID new, new COVID cases. Every single day in Ontario. That we have since like last August, when we were pretty much wide open, other than the brand new mask mandate back then, which Kingston, Ontario, where I live, was like the first city to enforce it in the world almost. But, I mean, I don't know. We're going to be out of lockdown soon. Phase 3 out of 3 is expected to come mid to late July. We're already in phase 1. Patios are open. You can go out and get a nice meal with your family and friends or whatever. 
Just tell them you're from the same household. They don't care. They'll just say, okay. My mom went with four of her other friends. It was five adults, two couples, and just some single guy. They all went out to a restaurant, and the guy said, same household? They said, yes. He just said, okay, and sat them all down at a table together. It's a joke. It's outrageous. I don't know what they're thinking, but, you know. Anyway, I'm going to play this clip for you. Vladimir Putin was on NBC on MSNBC, talking about his, how he compares Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Listen to this right here. And it's a CNN report. I apologize for the major inconvenience. The Russian President Vladimir Putin speaking out just ahead of next week's summit with President Biden. Uh, let's go back to our chief White House correspondent, Caitlin Collins. Uh, Caitlin, so what is Putin saying tonight? Well, he's commenting pretty extensively on relations with Biden, comparing him to his predecessor. And Wolf, this is a 90-minute interview, according to NBC, that President Putin did with Keir Simmons. This is just a small excerpt of that interview, but of course it is vitally important and could foreshadow what we should expect to happen in Geneva next week when Biden does come first face to face with him for the first time since he has become president. And this is what Putin had to say about Biden comparing him to Trump. We have a bilateral relationship that has deteriorated to its lowest point in recent years. You once described President Trump as a bright person, talented. How would you describe President Biden? Well, even now, I believe that former U.S. President Mr. Trump is an extraordinary individual, talented individual. Otherwise, he would not have become U.S. President. He's a colorful individual. You may like him or not. And, but he didn't come from the U.S. establishment. He had not been part of big-time politics before. And some like it, some don't like it. But that is a fact. President Biden, of course, is radically different from Trump because President Biden is a career man. He has spent virtually his entire adulthood in politics. Just think of the number of years he spent in the Senate. A different kind of person. And it is my great hope that, yes, there are some advantages, some disadvantages, but there will not be any impulse-based movements. And Wolf, that was a fascinating answer for several reasons, but he was asked, what do you think about Biden? And he spent the first half of that answer, or more than that, describing President Trump and talking about him and describing uh, his career before he became president. And it's notable, I think, saying how many years President Biden has been in public life and been in politics, of course, as a senator for several decades and then as vice president, now as president, because Putin is someone himself who has been in public life for some time. Of course, he was in the KGB. He has been someone who has been president for several years. He has really been a figure in Russia. He's not someone who came out of nowhere with no political background in the way that uh, former President Trump did. But I think what the White House is going to be doing is watching this closely, watching what he says on Monday, going into that meeting, because they say they want to get face to face with Putin to hear him talk in the way similar to what he's saying there about what he envisions for the U.S.-Russia relationship. And he is saying there something that we've heard from the White House, which is they think that relationship is at the lowest point it has been in decades. And I do think it was notable, Keir Simmons did in that excerpt, push, push Putin several times on whether or not he is a killer. That is something that several U.S. figures have referred to Putin as, including most recently President Biden, when he was asked in an ABC interview, do you think Putin is a killer? And he said very quickly, without really skipping a beat, that yes, he did. So of course that that's an abrupt ending to the video there. Uh, so, of course, CNN, they didn't show the part that I wanted you to hear. Um, 
where he said Joe Biden had accomplished nothing in his 47 years in politics, which, you know, it is kind of true. Comes into his presidency saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Like, okay, why haven't you done any of this before? In fact, the complete opposite. Just 10 years ago, he condemned gay marriage and said that he would never allow that to happen. Two years later, he was promoting it with President Obama. And now minorities, and especially the LGBTQ community and the black community, are his primary focus in giving them more rights. So, I mean, I believe in gay rights. I believe in black rights. I don't support Black Lives Matter because that's its own terrorist movement. But, you know. I don't want to get into politics because that's how you lose viewers and gain other kinds of viewers. And then you got to make it more political pain in the butt. Um, I just got a breaking news alert. Actually, there has been a shooting in a supermarket in Atlanta. Um, three have been injured, including an Atlanta deputy. That's all we got. That's breaking news just three minutes ago. Um, about the... Um, hate crime, apparent, uh, the alleged hate crime, I guess I should say, in London, Ontario, last week, where a man hit a Muslim family with his car. Um, all of them died. He was charged with terrorism today. And, of course, live on CP24, CTV, CBC yesterday. You could have watched it anywhere. In Canada was the funeral for everybody in that family. Unfortunate events, but is it really terrorism for a hate crime? Not sure. I mean... Murder, yes, times four, but I don't know, whatever, right? Murder times four makes sense because it was four people. Let's not get into that logic with the Derek Chauvin trial now, but, you know. The CFL just approved a 14-game season for 2021, which will be on August 5th. It will be kicking off. So, of course, that is big news for the CFL. They're going to have a season. They missed. They missed it last year. Um, but yeah, the league's board of governors voted unanimously um, to have a season, which would begin on July 5th. They, didn't, they missed all of their last season because of COVID. Um, a schedule for the season will be released Tuesday, tomorrow. And the board approval means training camp will be scheduled to begin July 10th, 2021. Um... And, yeah, there is not much other news. The Grey Cup game will also be taking place on December 12th in Hamilton, Ontario. We've just passed half an hour. That's all we're going to have today for you. Uh, it was a pretty good episode because we had a lot to talk about. NHL playoffs tonight at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, wherever you're watching. Um, we have a, a regular listener in Australia. We have a regular listener in Malaysia. And we have a regular listener in South Africa. We've also had three other listens from Germany, Afghanistan, geez, and Israel. Um, also, Israel, of course, is right is the right side of that Israel-Palestine uh, conflict there. Elon Omar saying otherwise. Democrats mad at her. That's funny. I don't know how she was ever re-elected to the uh, Congress. She is a whack job. She's not like AOC, who I don't like, but Democrats do like. Nobody likes Elon Omar. Like, I don't know how a girl like her gets reelected. Not sure. Anyway, we're going to go to a quick message from our sponsors today over at AT&T. Um, Sportsnet will not be sponsoring this episode. They should be sponsoring the next episode, though, if we're still in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, here it is. And after that, 
A little surprise Frank Sinatra outro. Maybe it's not New York, New York. Maybe my math teacher got me in this mood last week with his Sinatra-themed week. I don't know. But you'll see in a moment right here. For many small businesses, telephone communication is still a kind of groping in the dark. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Who's this? But now you can overcome all that with the Merlin system from AT&T. It's incredibly easy to use. So if your business isn't running as smoothly as you'd like, say hello to the Merlin system and put an end to Hello. Hello. AT&T, the right choice. That's a message from our sponsors over AT&T. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway and more, much more than this, I did it my way. Regrets. That, of course, is episode nine of the Dylan Farley podcast. Um... Wherever you're listening, you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, TuneIn, all those. Um, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, you want to hear a certain intro song, um, or maybe an outro song, if it follows the right theme, and it really could be an outro song, like, of course, My Way here and New York, New York could be. No, tweet me or DM me through Instagram at the Dylan F Podcast. Email me, the Dylan Farley Podcast at Outlook.com. Maybe you want to come on and talk about a certain political issue, news issue, not news issue, but any news, sports news, anything. Message me via those sources. We can discuss that. Um, soon I want to start getting some guests on here, and I have a couple ideas of who I could get, so I'm really going to try that. Um... One of those potentially might be Mark Madden. Of course, he's the super genius uh, Pittsburgh radio guy. Um, I've listened to him quite a bit before. Maybe you should listen to him. He po- He's live from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock every weekday on 105.9 The X. You could get that on the iHeartRadio app for free and listen to him every day from 3 to 6. Um, his episodes are always posted on Apple Podcasts as well. Listen to him wherever. That's Mark Madden. And you can tweet him at Mark Madden X. He's good. And he makes fun of a lot of people. So I've had some issues with him in the past. And I've called into his show. So we'll see if we can get him to come on our show. Uh, thanks for listening. I have a couple other ideas too. Maybe I'll surprise you with those. But listen to Mark Madden if you can. Because he's good. And you'll know what to expect when he comes on here. Thanks for listening to the Dylan Farley Podcast. Episode 9. Um, I hope to be back sooner than, like, July 10th, or whatever would be the equivalent to how long I've waited to do this episode. Make sure you come back and listen again. You, of course, love this episode, hopefully. Um, follow this podcast, subscribe to it, whatever, depending on what you're listening to it on. Thanks for listening, everybody, and come back soon. We'll see you next time.